Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Fulham and Brentford are through to the next round of the Cup. It's Thursday, the 17th of September. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pump Donaldson. You little pumped beauty! I squeezed in there. You gave me, you gave me what can only be described as a suicide ball, no. mm. with very little room to manoeuvre. Nonsense, poopy pants! <laughs> I gave you a very accurate Iniesta type pass, right. yeah. and, and you uh, expected me to use my skills for good. Did you? Score? All you had to do was say your name. Yeah. <laughs> like, <what's> the... <laughs> but I had to say it before the and music he didn't gets even, loud. He didn't even get that right. No, he called himself Pump Donaldson. I Pump as... Donaldson is my ponstanim. I had it as Pope Donaldson. Oh. <laughs> Thank which you. I like the sound of. Yes. The smoke rising from the little chimney. We have found a new Pump Donaldson. <laughs> Pumpy Pump Donaldson. And we know because there's the smoke to prove it. Yeah. And my little hat, the, you know the Pope's little hat, would yeah. open uh-huh. and go... Like that. Right. Hello, everyone. So my you... first sermon, uh-huh. I take to the balcony of the Basilica. It's funny, really. And I just go... And they go, oh, Pump Donaldson, the Pope. It's it's better than we expected. Normally the Pope's the one who dishes out the forgiveness, whereas (laughs) you, my friend, will be begging for it, I feel. Yes, exactly. I'm a very gassy Pope. (laughs) Short title. Yeah. Well, ladies I'm and... tired. You're in fucking trouble, Marcus Speller, I tell you what. Am I? Yeah. Am I really? He's got a big coffee in his hand. I've got a big coffee in my hand. Have you been to sleep? No. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at my coffee as if that was going to bring me the answer. No. <laughs> Do you know Barack Obama won a Grammy? Um, what for? For his written, read out spoken. Book. Yeah. yeah. One of four US he, presidents that have won a Grammy for such a thing. It's Ronan such a Keaton listen. said that on the radio this morning. Did he now? Mm-hmm. Well, we all know you listen to Magic in the Morning. Uh huh. Either that or a wee bit of Ken Bruce on BBC Radio 2. A little bit of an insider secret. He pre records Fridays. There we go. Whoa. <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. Don't work for that company no more. All I'm over the place. Reveal the secrets of the magic breakfast mm. show. Go on, say something out. Say Burning something bridges with Pope Donaldson. I have, on more than one occasion, broken wind in the studio. <laughs> if we realise that, we know the whole Pope Donaldson. Oh, right, okay. Right. I think it's time to talk about football, ladies get, and gentlemen. Get on with it. Sorry about. Right. <laughs> Dearie me, you little sod. Um, the EFL Cup results are in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's been up all night like watching them come in that's what it is isn't it mother, and the resultometer mother is the carabao in it's the carabao present you could do with some carabao couldn't I you I know hey sod this coffee I tell you what off brand mm. get back on it mm. um, I'd like to start with West Brom beating Harrogate Town um, what a win for those uh, those WBAs um, mm. they needed it because they lost of course Jim their opening game of the season yep. recently promoted but they're back on the wagon Mm. It's a good timing, really, isn't it? it is. I, I learned um, in the aftermath of this game that Kyle Edwards, um, the yes. West Brom player, did a, he, he released a song, didn't he? He released mm. a rap song after, right. um, as all the kids are calling them, a rap song. <laughs> on the um, TikToks. Yeah, yeah. Um, on, on the internet machines. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's done really, really well. And everyone's like, oh, it's actually pretty good. It's quite good, yeah. yeah. Good on th- him. There are very few football raps that are decent. Doc Brown did a good FA Cup song. He did. And... Was there a bit in? It was obviously World in Motion. 
the famous one. Yeah, there's very few football based rap. That's, 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 that's a section. But, yeah, but this yeah. one's it's coming out. It will mm. be out on Spotify. And it's coming out it's like coming it's getting out. official releases. It's coming stuff, out. So, yeah, <laughs> oh, nice. Good on him. Yeah, um, lovely old job. What about Andy Cole? He did a rap, didn't he? He did outstanding. Yeah, mm. I, I found a picture, and I, I actually my sister sent it me. Got basically saying, Peter, what was going on here? Mm. And it was a picture of Andy Cole <laughs> yeah. with a Kalashnikov rifle yeah. on mm. a hotel roof, sort of uh, overlooking... overlooking the Tyne Bridge. And he was wearing a big leather jacket that had Pepsi Max written on his yeah. stripes, like a promotional leather jacket. No idea what this was for. A you, lot going on. It mm-hmm. looked video game launchy. Uh, somebody yeah. made the point, and it, it, you do you do get invited to the, these sort of things as you're a footballer. So I've I've done a few uh, presenting gigs at um, video game launches, and, and footballers mm. will be there, and uh, and it's all a little bit weird. They don't know why they're there. They they're not really interested in the game all that much. They just want their free carrier bag of nonsense. Stop, take stop it. Stop doing him a dis. Sir, <laughs> he, he was, was well the... known as the defender of Newcastle <laughs> he was, when he sorry, was yeah. up there. He was okay. on the wall. He was just behind yeah. wall. He was protecting the city. Yes, with an AK-47. From little vagabonds turning up from Hartlepool, Peter. Well, evidently uh, didn't do it good enough. He, he no. left before you turned up. <laughs> yeah. This is quite clearly Gaz the case. Gaz there with a chicken and a fishing rod. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jim. Gaz's militia taking on Andy Cole's militia. <laughs> Very strange. But if someone has got any intel, Mm. can give me the full on the skinny, as the kids called it about 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, on why Andy Cole was carrying a Kalashnikov in in the late 90s, sorry, early 90s Mm -hmm. uh, in Newcastle, let us know. There's got to be a story there. Mm. Um, But back to West Brom, Rakeem Harper scored a lovely one to get the scoring going. And then how Mm. Robson Carno got a belter. Yeah, Mm. it was was, was fairly soon after the first belter. Rolling back the years. Oh, (laughs) we love a belter, don't we just? Um, Kyle Edwards, though, what about that? Uh, bit of footwork to, to assist the third goal. Beautiful stuff. Stunning looks a player, Jim. Looks, mm. a, looks a player. Looks a player and a rapper. Good on him. Yeah. Are there any other... Pl- no, we've just done that. Um, <laughs> Harrogate Town, their nickname... So that Harrogate Town's nickname, quite wonderfully, is the Sulphurites due to the uh, the water's famous Spa. sulphur spring mm. water. Uh, the town spring, which I quite like. It's a good nickname, that. Mm. Um, they, I, th- I find the, I, I think the very idea of sulphur quite fascinating. Mm. It's got a beautiful hue to it. Yes. It's, it's, it's up there with ambergris with things I'd like to own. Yes. <laughs> is it as beautiful as Fulham Football Club's hue? Uh, w- do you mean Hugh Grant? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay. Ambergris or Hugh Grant? That's not a comparison you ever expect to make, is it? <laughs> if you, Ambergris is whale sick. Marcus, yeah. that's used in perfume. If you're not aware, you sometimes find a little uh, wheel, uh, wheel, a little whale tusk or something. Whale tusk? Or something. They don't have tusks. Uh, you could sometimes find uh, like seal, seal tusks in there. <laughs> oh right, oh, yeah. 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 That's, that's a shame, isn't it? That's a shame. Leave. The whales have let us have down there, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, leave the tusks alone for mm. crying out loud. Um, yes, Harrogate. Um, Harrogate, fascinating one because I, I'll be honest with you, I, I'd completely. Forget Gotten about the sort of the, the playoffs and promotions and so on because mm. of the pandemic going on and so forth. But they're a, they're a football league club now for the mm. first time in their history. They beat Notts County in the National League Player Final in August and uh, and they're up. Which is didn't we mention this back end? I'm sure we did. Yeah. But I'm saying there's all sorts of nonsense going mm. on, um, which which I, I I found sort of uh, very interesting uh, indeed. And um, yeah, so they beat Notts County in the final. Speaking of Notts County. There was a story recently, uh, Planet Football were doing, all about um, that time when they had lots of money, mm, or, yeah. or supposedly. Michael, yeah. Sven, Sven, Sol Campbell. We'll bring him up before you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, it is funny. Catherine Michael there. doing a bicycle kick and hitting the bar. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was some quotes about Sven, which I may okay. well have acquired. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, well, none of this was in the running, are there? No. <laughs> West Brom, not even no, in there. No, not even in there. <laughs> 
He'd come, he had any sleep? He'd come in at lunchtime and watch training, and I'd say he was quiet. He came across as a quiet bloke. Then you'd go into Nottingham on a Saturday night, and he'd be sat there in the corner of a club with his section cornered off, and he'd always wave you in. Please tell me the section was a part of the building. <laughs> They'd be no drink- touchy ladies this is my section <laughs> there'd be drinks everywhere and you'd be sitting there thinking it's surreal this is you'd be sitting in a pub in Nottingham and Sven Goran Eriksson is buying your drinks <laughs> bottle of champagnes everywhere I, I, I love the fact Marcus that when you interviewed him he was quite shy about the whole kind of liking ladies aspect yeah, of his was, personality he? yeah <laughs> as we all are around you because you are very much the alpha male of the piece oh yes ladies and gentlemen <laughs> that is very very true um, so yes nice to hear uh, a little bit of Sven chat I think you'll agree. I, I went past um, Notts County and obviously a uh, forest ground as well. Um, you forget how close they are. Hmm. Like it's a, it's a hop, skip and a jump. It's very underrated kind of like um, city centre uh, um, stadiums. Yeah. Mm. Enjoyable. Nice. The Dundees, of course, are quite yes, famous for that. Right, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, elsewhere in the cup, as I mentioned, Fulham went through as well. Uh, and they, they needed to get back on the wagon as they started poorly. A bit like West Brom. There are parallels there, Jim mm. Campbell. I think mm. you will firmly agree. And Ipswich Town is always a difficult place to go. It was a magnificent win for those Lily Whites. <laughs> and uh, Mitrovic got a the goal. Premier League side. Uh, <laughs> only recently, though. Only recently. 50 goals in 102 <laughs> matches for Fulham. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's um, Mitrovic is an interesting one, though, isn't he? Because. You know, hip switches is level. Well, well, absolutely that. Absolutely. And how do you? I mean, how do you feel about that, Marcus? As someone who's, got, who's mm. a keen fan of both Fulham mm. and Mitrovic, do you, mm-hmm. do you do you think he's he's got enough to to be the the thing that will keep you in the league? Keep me in the league. Keep you in the league. Mm. Keep Fulham in the league. Um, well, no, there's going to be a lot more. I mean, of course he. Scored a few goals when they came up last time, but they uh, it needs to be more of a collective effort. But Petey, you're with me on this. Mitrovic could operate at a decent level in the Premier League. It depends uh, how he is utilised. Yeah. I think that managers have, um, successive managers have sort of found that he is sometimes a little bit limited and headstrong at times and it's difficult to, um, with the physicality of the Premier League. He, Rafa he, Benitez he, he, found this. <laughs> okay, that's what you're going on. Why is Scott Parker not starting? Because he's got a little hamstring problem. Rubbish. <laughs> Because he's injured, hammy, that's why I did knob. <laughs> oh, Deary me, but it was a, it was a fabulous win for mm. Fulham. They march on uh, to the I'd, next round. Of the I'd pack. like to see him have a, a full season in the Premier League and, and really, really go for it. Yeah. Enjoyable, absolutely right. Everton beat Salford City three nil. Gary Neville was on comms. Mm. What do you think of that? Is that fair? We're going well, to see I mean, Mike Ashley commentating on Newcastle United <laughs> games. I'm all for that. Yeah. I, think, okay. I, I think the age of like neutrality should just go. Let's just go full they're on doing, partisan now. Doing the an, rest of the world's doing it. They're doing an interview. Yeah, exactly. We've all got skin in every bloody game. Going for crying out. They're doing interviews in the in the dressing room, and Gary's gone. That wall needs a paint. <laughs> oh, that plug looks a bit dirty. Yeah. Hang on a minute. I, I, I've just got it down for half time to give. Stay. A... Get out wall paint, will you? <laughs> I don't know. I I I uh, had a little chat with Gary Neville. You could mm. call it an interview, right? Um, and I said to him, through his letterbox <laughs> at the end of his Did driveway. You say shout or shat? But a little bit off. Okay, it's got a lot of security up. I'm led to believe. Mm. So, um, but that's also despicable behaviour. <laughs> uh, and I, I I asked him. This was a few years Poo ago. Lasers. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> someone shitting in the box again. Um, I asked him a few years ago. What are you going to do, Gary, when Salford City marched their way up through the tables and mm. then you've got to start commentating on them? What if, they, what if they played Manchester United? And he clearly hadn't thought about it. Right. Really? And he went, he went, oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting, like doing commentary or punditing on a Salford game. Oh, right. And I stumped him. 
Yeah. I stumped him he with my, with my questions. Um, that one was Yeah, he did. I, and I, th- I think that I like to think that I prepared him for this moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He had a long run up at that, didn't he? <laughs> he, did, he well, really I guess did. he? Well, I guess he, if he does it now, once they're in the championship, which is very doable because all of the clubs are going out of business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if they get in there, like he, he will at, at some point possibly commentate on, a ma- on, on another match. And it's not like, I already did it back in the day, so don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's exactly. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Good win for Everton, though, nonetheless. Mm. Brentford beat Southampton. What about mm. that? What a win for those bees against uh, the Mighty Saints. Uh, and they march on as well. It's a good Scant win. Scant consolation mm. well, for not playing them in the Premier League. Well, say. I mean, I don't think it's sort of one or the other. You know, the new season starts and off they go. Mm. I wouldn't call it a consolation, would you? Mm, well, I mean, I mean, it is a consolation in that Southampton were, were at full strength. They played some decent players. Mm-hmm. So, well mm. done them. Well yeah. done the bees. I think there's, you know, you know, you always would rather be in a cup than not. But I think... If ever that is going to be stretched, it's this season, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, With exactly. Fixed to pile up. Yeah, that's true. So I think you know the silver linings for anyone, anyone going out here. Yeah, we had another mammoth penalty shooter as well. Mm. Uh, we had sort of Bournemouth beat Crystal Palace, Leeds uh, against Hull City, uh, an enormous penalty shooter, a nine eight on pens. I think the, the Leeds keeper, um, what's his name, Castilla, he scored a penalty. I can forget now who scored because the keepers in Palace and Bournemouth. Yes, as well. that's right. But I'm not sure if the Hull City keeper scored. Anyway. Or, or took one. They won nine eight, and um, uh, uh, Wilkes was excellent. Former Leeds United midfielder was was superb in the m- middle of the pitch. Now Peter, with that type of defending, are Leeds going to go down in the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how's how's Twitter been this week? Leeds, Leeds are in. <laughs> Leeds are in. When we did a show, when we did a show, they go to the champions. When we did a, when we did a football on the live show in Leeds, uh, mm. somebody in the front row went, Leeds are in. Yeah, that when that was just as we sat down. Wasn't yeah. it? that was the first thing anyone heard. Yeah, and also, so. we were in Leeds. Yeah. It yeah. was fully ex- expected. <laughs> we did a show We're in Leeds, if anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Football rambles in would yeah. be more to sort of spin it. Yeah. When we did the show in Chicago, mm. shout Leeds are in there because, oh, okay, there's a bloke from Leeds. What I would like to say that me and Vish, like naughty little boys, are having a bit of fun about Leeds United. Yeah. And we didn't realise that Leeds United fans mm-hmm. are obviously going to be listening to every fucking podcast going yeah, on listen. the first weekend oh, of their Premier League day. Listen. And regularly watching their team. <laughs> yeah. And having informed opinions on them. Who would have thought? I eh? do not come here to espouse informed opinions I come here to do jokes about pool lasers mm-hmm. and Gary Neville right, so, and fair and, enough and you've done them and I've done them excellent okay, okay. but uh, but Leeds did go out the cup Peter so, go, uh, yeah, so once again they going, what, so they can concentrate on getting out the league can't they once again Pete I'm doubling down has the last <laughs> laugh Dr. Defensive is in <laughs> <laughs> excellent but, stuff uh, but, but uh, Wilkes uh, Wilkes was excellent in the middle it was an incredible performance and um, he, he's obviously had, had a troll past hopefully he's sort of leaving mm-hmm. that behind a little bit Honeyman as well oh, oh. Oh, the only honey man I respect on the field, though, is obviously the honey monster who played under Kevin Keegan in that advert. Oh, yes. I remember back in the day. I so remember, uh, yeah. so uh, he, he's going toe-to-toe with my honey friend, <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a nice way to round off uh, the uh, EFL Cup results, everybody. So if your team didn't get through bad luck this year, there's always next year. Okay. Um, I'd like to bring Dean Smith to the table. Come on in, Dean. Um, <laughs> Have you met Dean? <laughs> he, he he thinks Villa should be challenging for, for Europe. 
Yes, Jim Campbell. Not immediately. Mm-hmm. We but should we should make clear. Let's do him because he's not in it, is he? No, let's do him a disservice. He All right, thinks yeah. that Villa should. <laughs> be, him. He, he thinks they should uh, be winning <clears throat> the Champions League or Europa League next season. Yeah. Um, no, he he was talking about that their 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 past. You know, they obviously won the European Cup in 1982, and mm. he was saying, you know, I'm not going to necessarily say I'm going to lead a team to that, but that has to be the aim to plan over yeah. the next five or six years to be challenging in Europe and, and things like that. You can see what he means. If, yeah. if you're a supporter, if you're a player, that's exactly what you want to hear. Completely. And the, the, a pedigree doesn't automatically, obviously, qualify you, or nor should it, mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for the upper echelons of football. But Villa are what you would call uh, an established, to, to, to a great extent, as anything can be established in the Premier League, uh, an established um, uh, a top league force. And anyone looking at that Premier League last season, I know COVID kind of gave mm-hmm. them, uh, obviously Villa going into it were, were, were pretty much down and then mm-hmm. they just turned it around with some pretty good performances post. But <clears throat> I think anyone, um, anyone above 17th can sort of look at the top 10 and go, we could probably squeeze into that. Because mm-hmm. well, there is some Dora Ross in the middle. Villa, Villa in particular, because they've, they've got fairly wealthy owners, they've spent a fair bit of money this summer as well, yeah. which, which implies that, you know, even with COVID, those owners are... You know, are, are willing and able to spend money. So why shouldn't they be looking well, at that? As, as he says, they've won the, the European Cup before. Obviously, it was in 1982, so it's mm-hmm. you know not uh, necessarily relevant uh, to to the modern game. But still, it shows the stature of the club and the pedigree they've had in the past, and, mm-hmm. and they've got a big fan base. Why not aim for it? And I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's nice to hear some positivity, actually, isn't it? It what, is. Whatever Nassif uh, is it Soares Soares mm-hmm. um, said. Obviously, this week to uh, Grealish to get him to resign. Mm. Obviously, obviously, maybe it got Grealish got Greels excited. So maybe there's a, a cash injection <laughs> being prepared. Maybe the, maybe the nurse is flicking the cash injection <laughs> as we speak. Okay. Yeah, so they're what? just loving it down there. Jack Grealish has signed. They're like, <laughs> no, we're going to win the European Cup. <laughs> Not now, but within five years. <laughs> All right, so it's full of the joys of so second spring. Plan mm. out the next five years for them then. From where they are now to challenging in Europe. Right, who are they playing next? (laughs) Start there. (laughs) Three points. This is the longest job interview ever. (laughs) All right. Three points on Saturday. That's where we start this journey. Exactly. It's true. Good on them. It is true. I feel that they might have to repeat that first step over and over again. Mm. But that's fine. You know, you've got to try until uh, until you get there. Mm. Um, So, yeah, go on, Dino. Yeah. Sacked by November. Now, uh, let's move on. I hope not. It's a man's job. You're laughing at that, Jim. <laughs> um, sadly, we do have to go a little bit more serious now. Macclesfield Town um, has been wound up in the EFL. Um, yeah, it's it's not looking good. I mean, a judge told in court that the club owed more than five hundred thousand pounds and decided they should be wound up. I mean, it, it's just it's becoming a little bit more <clears throat> regular. This, but then we've been saying this for a few seasons now. Mm-hmm. So, is it becoming more regular? Well, it's, I mean, it's just a thing now. Very sad. It is, but also. You know the knock-on effects of COVID are are happening as as people sadly predicted they would, mm-hmm. which is that it's really really affecting a lot of clubs, and we we may not be out the other side of that yet. And Macclesfield are unfortunately the latest victims of that. It would seem. Mm-hmm. I mean, South End have, have just received a, a sort of stay of execution. They may may, may very well go go the same way, and and they they just owe an, a, a ridiculous amount of money for that for that level, mm-hmm. and um, there, there are no safety nets anymore. And mm. I think people need to be cognizant of that fact and, and, and people need to run their finances in that way but there isn't just not enough money um, trickling down you know we're a big fan 
in, in, in capitalist states of, uh, yeah. of, of trickle-down economics. It'll work. Mm. It'll it work. will work one if day. If Liverpool are fine, then yeah. why is everybody worried? It's never... I can't think it'll of anywhere... It'll trickle-down. But it, it, it's, you know, it's a bit like the old Black Adder. <laughs> We're going over the top again, but we've done this, what, 42 times before or something like that. And that's the genius of it. It will... One day it's going to work. Um, <laughs> but, well, I mean, we talk about, you know, obviously uh, losing Macclesfield Town, a, a, a huge... A 146-year-old uh, yep. history. Um uh, the Daily Mail with, went with a different angle. Uh, Manchester United defender Max Taylor sees loan move to Macclesfield Town collapse after National League side, uh, see, National League side were, were round, wound up in the high court. So obviously mm. that's the real casualty. Max Taylor's loan wow, move. What an empathetic. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Dude, talking about Macclesfield Town being wound up. Mm, how can we get a click on the store? Let's print Ban United. Yeah, Ban United. Yeah, that's the yeah, angle. My goodness, yeah. John Askey, the former manager who led them to promotion back to the Football League in 2017-18, is still owed a fair amount of money from, from them. Mm. That shows you the kind of extent of the problem, you know, a couple of years ago and, and so on. They were docked 17 points. The season just gone for breaching regulations related to not paying wages, which, of course, meant they finished bottom of League Two. And it is it is such a shame. And in these towns, you know, the, a football club is a huge thing. Just even yeah. if even if it is just you know, well, people like going to watch the ruddy as football. As an employer as, as well. As an employer in the community, so on and so forth. But it just sounds like we're saying the same old things again. Yeah. yeah. But they're still valid, those things that, you know, that, that people are saying about it. So, um, yes, uh, a, a big shame there, um, ladies and gentlemen. Right, OK, let's uh, finish the first half. Uh, and after which, we're going to go to Tottenham Hotspur. See you in a moment. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Got an email here. From John Glynn to kick us off. JG. second half. JG. Johnny G. Jay Glynno says, Hi all. I love Clive Tilsley. <laughs> That's how That's you it. get That's in. That's how you get That's in. That's the whole email. Cheers, John. Uh, no, he goes on. Oh, he goes on. Um, apparently there's some more relevant stuff John's okay. got to say. Um, I'm an American and unfortunately Clive isn't well known in common circles. I thought he was going to say, I'm an American and unfortunately Clive isn't. <laughs> I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. Still though, my best friend and I came to view football as though it was permanently narrated by Clive. Absurd as it might be to an English view of things, FIFA 07 on the PS2 was really my introduction to football. Yeah. In the American version, at least, Clive was the lead commentator joined by Andy Gray. He was. Right. Andy Gray. And I hate saying that. Yes. Uh, my friend and I played so much FIFA in our freshman year of college, we started imitating Clive's commentary in everyday life, regardless of whether it made sense. At times, my friend and I will still greet each other on the phone with one of Clive's frenzied goal announcements. It's there! Um, <laughs> like that. Anyway, last May, against all the odds, I got married. Don't do yourself a disservice, John, you fine stallion. You pumped beauty. Uh, and the same guy I played FIFA with was my best man. He gave a great speech by his own merit, but the ending was unbelievable. He actually got Clive Tilsley to say a few words for my wife and I. At just 33 seconds long, hearing a clip of Clive was the closest I've come to feeling there's a plan to the universe. He gave gave a rundown of the parties to the marriage. My wife was a first division Champions League calibre while I was simply not in her league adding this is a mismatch let's face it to many laughs from Americans the overwhelming number of whom who had no idea who Clive Tilsley was. <laughs> Love that from so Tildo. Yeah. I mean was he in vision? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Oh. It's like one of those cameo things. Yeah, it possibly was, wasn't mm. it? Further evidence though, that Clive Tilsey is just a very lovely man. He yeah. is a very lovely man. Even well, if he will undermine you on your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think Limmy did a piece, uh, did a little sketch where he started talking, well, not really a sketch, it was kind of one of his uh, piece to camera kind of soliloquies where he's sort of saying, imagine if, like, 
Uh, somebody said to the bride that you're not in this blocks league. You're not. It would ruin the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ruin it. Oh dear. Well, yeah. So Johnny G said that it was all done out of the kindness of Clive's heart. You, you kind of forget. I think when um, <clears throat> when when footballers join Newcastle United and they uh, sorry bringing Newcastle United, yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? Need why to, not? But it's very much the prism in which I view football um, and have done for the rhythm of my life. And there lies um, the problem. <laughs> that's why I cry. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's weird. What, what, what prism through what prism you you view football and your earliest experiences of football um, uh, FIFA uh, and also um, when, when people join Newcastle United players uh, to, to, to be very precise um, they've, they've watched the goal film and they always sort of yeah. lately there's, it's in vogue to sort of name check the, the, the goal film that's why they knew about Newcastle United mm-hmm. if they perhaps weren't from, from the UK so I think um, it, it, it's really interesting all the way in the States where probably FIFA's not a, a big deal FIFA or 7 as well back mm, in the day yeah. on the PS2 that would have been probably quite, quite Quite hard think. to come by. I mean, it's obviously Madden and the NFL and the uh, uh, mm-hmm. those kind of players, the basketball players, uh, games that are obviously um, a bigger deal out there. But yeah, I, I love people experiencing football uh, and, and people that we sort of think are very sort of national uh, treasures uh, abroad. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Ian Dark. He's a huge... Yes. Uh, not what about a hero, but he, he, no, that commentary. sort of the voice of... Um... Mm-hmm. Of football to a lot of people out there, isn't mm. it? But I think also, though, there was that moment in which World Cup was it? 2010, perhaps, when mm. America. Yeah, it would have been when they when they sort of scored against Algeria or something, and they and they went through. Oh, the commentary he did around that time, they thought it was very unbiased from an English point of view because England were in the same group as the mm. US. There was something like that. Yeah. I'm sure uh, uh, Americans know what I'm talking I about. Like that, who's that, who's that uh, Geordie block who uh, does Ray Hudson? The, uh, Ray Hudson, who does yeah. that kind of flower. I'm glad that he's not over here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, they've if, got John Beresford. If you do saying. want to email us, show at footballramble.com. I don't know if you've heard, but that's a new email address, show mm. at footballramble.com. Uh, now, gentlemen, off to Tottenham Hotspur, where Eric Dyer is worried. Oh, he's very poor concerned, fella. Uh, poor little Eric, um, about the scheduling of uh, Spurs' fixtures. And you can understand this because they seem to have to play about... Nine, it's nine in 21, possibly. It's, it's... <laughs> nine in 21, tears. What's that about? That's so, that's and they, so much football. And yeah. they don't have that deep a squad, you would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Well, they might what, be deepening it soon, but well, still. Well, well what you need... If you've got a lot of games... You want a, a reliable player whose match fitness is, 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 is very good. Like, never seen an injury. Never seen very, an injury very tail, yeah, yeah. So uh, who are they going to get in to help them out with mm-hmm. this, Jim? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A I man think. with his own jet, to be fair. <laughs> they've all got he jets. He can help out. They've all got jets, haven't they? Well, I mean, probably at that level. But mm. I wouldn't say they've all got jets. Most of them do. Most of them do. Yeah. Mitrovic has got a jet, has he? Mm, probably could do. I'd see him in like a little biplane that are going, <laughs> I don't need the fripperies flying of, cap on. of turbines. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Gareth, but well, well, you didn't mention him, you, you chatted about that. So, um, yes, the deal hasn't been uh, signed, sealed and delivered just yet, but we're very oh, much yours. looking forward mm. to seeing him in a Spurs shirt. But yes, an awful lot of fixtures uh, to play. They've got, you know, big trips away in, in, mm. in the Europa League and, and, and so on and so forth. Don't shit the bed the previous season and you won't end up in the Europa League, is my advice. <laughs> Well, even if you're in the Champions League, you might have to, to go away yeah. quite far and wide. Yeah, okay, fair. Mm-hmm. I, I rescind my yeah. objection. Is that right? Yes. Well, well, there's some, a first. Somebody first. has to catch themselves years. in that situation, <laughs> don't they, Pete? So. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, I've had a few him. coffees. I'll do it myself. <laughs> all I'm saying is I hope I hope that we get a documentary about this season as well. Mm. All that footage that they're going to have to edit of all these games. Well, I mean, the, the bail transfer, I just, I'm, I'm not going to talk about what you what everyone talked about yesterday, but I mean, yeah, it just seems like very much an Amazon move for me. <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so <yeah>. cynical. <laughs> <laughs> Get me on the telly. Come on, Peter, a little bit more coffee. Um, do you see Pochettino wasn't happy with his lack of involvement in uh, in the Amazon uh, documentary All or, all or where, Nothing? Where do we see him? Well, we know this because uh, Melissa Reddy on her new podcast, Between the Lines, is is out now and, uh, and, and she spoke to Poch. Do you know what? Let's play a little clip of the great man. Maurizio, I, I have to ask because, you know, we speak about being emotionally involved about opening yourself up and giving a piece of yourself how weird has it been to watch have you watched the the amazon documentary and has it been weird to watch how things ended and to watch what has happened since you've left we feel responsible because it was uh, very difficult to to say yes to open the door to amazon uh, to came to Tottenham in a very difficult moment for us. And of course, I feel sorry for Jesus because I spent time from seven o'clock in the morning trying to, to help uh, the Amazon people to make that all work with the player, with the staff, with everything. And to be honest, after 25 minutes uh, watching, I think Jesus appeared one, one time with me next to me. Oh, Absolute piss take. Yeah, <laughs> you got to really feel for Pochettino um, and and Jesus. Oh, oh, very much so in that situation. I mean, he's essentially where... the producer. Yeah, well, quite, but not yeah. just for that, but just obviously, you know, leaving a club in in any circumstances, it's it's rare that it's that it's a triumph when someone leaves a position, mm. isn't it? And so obviously, it was a difficult time in, in both their personal lives. So to then to to have a documentary about that, it yeah. must be such a difficult watch. You can't blame them, really. But to put it's a na 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 na. Hey, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Zeus. Goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, to do all the groundwork, and then Mourinho just comes in and goes, um, "You know that show you had planned? Well, it's essentially <laughs> an audience with Jose Mourinho now." <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, but yeah, it's worth checking out uh, mm. uh, Melissa Reddy's new podcast, Between the Lines, uh, where, where she has a, an interesting chat with uh, Pochettino. I, I know for a fact with that interview, he was not expecting it to be filmed and he had to go and put a polo shirt on. Was that right? <laughs> and that he right? looks bloody fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, tell, you tell Poch to be camera ready, one minute, he's ready. He and then he looks... Amazing. Exactly, yeah. Obviously, Between the Lines is a new Stakhanov uh, production, so search Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy in your podcast app to listen and subscribe now. Good. Um, it, 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 it is. Um, I, I think he also talks about, uh, looking back on, on, on rooming with Diego Maradona while at Newell's Old Boys. Hosteling with it, Diego Maradona. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he didn't sleep for a couple of days. No, just in. If, you, in if you're going to hide it in the air conditioning, Diego, <laughs> <laughs> that shit's going to get distributed. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, the, the, the chat that um, with Gareth Bale potentially coming in um, with with Deli Ali maybe on the move? I mean, it's all speculation. He mm. could be made captain by the time this yeah. podcast comes out. West Ham by Christmas. West <laughs> Ham. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like one of those signings. I I think with respect to West Ham and a little bit of derision, um, (laughs) Deli Alli could probably get himself a better move than that. Mourinho has said that... um He's got no problem with Deli Ali, but Mourinho's funny like that, isn't he? Normally, mm-hmm. the dreaded vote of confidence comes from a chairman about a manager, but like if it comes from Mourinho, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I am 
toast. Yeah. I am potentially toast. Well, I, I am Charles, sat Luke here Charles like a bit right. of bread by a toaster. <laughs> Luke Shaw's all right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's, he's moved on. But Mourinho does this. There was that story, mm. uh, Vita Bayer, I think it was. I think it was Vita Bayer when he was the great Portuguese goalkeeper and it was in goal at Porto. When Mourinho turned up at the club at Porto, he hadn't, bear in mind, he hadn't managed that long. He wasn't the mm. Mourinho we all know. Uh, and and no uh, now but uh, but he turned up and I think Vitabai it was interpreted that he sort of challenged Mourinho's leads he was like the big man at the mm. club Mourinho was looking for any way to kind of stick one on him uh, yeah. you know figuratively speaking and so he, I think I can't remember it was like for a month he put him out on loan or trained with a reserve or something yeah. just like bang mm. have mm. that and Vitor was like, "What the hell, you know?" And then, and then, when he came back after that of that a spell away, Mourinho greeted him like a long lost lover. Yeah, as oh, I'll come back. He's like, "You did this to me, yeah. you know, <laughs> stop gaslighting me." But it is, it's, 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 it's that kind of thing. So I, I don't have a problem with uh, Deli Ali. We're talking about your memories of Bobby Robson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what we wanted. Yeah, soundbite you wanted. Now it sounds like you do have a problem. Yeah. with him. <laughs> I don't have a problem with him. But I, I feel oh. like it wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing for Deli Ali to move now, would it? I mean, there's, there's talk that it could be a loan move. On the pitch, which might take him everybody. on the pitch move. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I, 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 it does feel like he's perhaps stood still a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a very, very talented player, but I feel like perhaps a move somewhere might even just benefit. benefit would, would it be fair to really? say that um, more talented and hardworking players have um, joined the club around him and he is no longer the focus I don't know, he's a very talented He is very player. talented. So that, uh, that's why I think I agree with you. I think a move would be good for him. He's slightly misfiring, but I mean, you'll have some mm. big clubs in for, for mm, Delhi, yeah. if indeed that, that is the case, but it's, mm. it, it's hard to tell. Um, speaking of all this sort of speculation and transfers and all that kind of stuff, um, did you see that, uh, that apparently uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has told Jaden Sancho, we're close to a deal. Mm. We're very close. Don't tell anybody, Jaden. Don't tell. There's someone else in the room. Why do we know about this? <laughs> yeah. You see what I mean? We're close to it. We saw you playing in the internationals. <laughs> so we've lowballed them even further. <laughs> oh, these wicked whispers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's it going, Ollie? Are you going to sign anybody? Well, I've told Jaden Sancho we're really close to a deal. No, you shouldn't you've be that honest. Done what? <laughs> oh, God. Ed, you've got to get better at this. Yeah, I would not want Oleg and Sasha whispering at me because he looks like a haunted boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a European folk tale. Yeah, yeah, with that little played by Andy Serkis. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you going to win the cup? <laughs> Are we going to win the cup? Um, excellent. Okay, well, uh, gentlemen, let's finish uh, with this FC Emmons shirt sponsor. Um, this is a Dutch side, of course, a story from Voetball International. I'm sure that's how it's pronounced, the Dutch football magazine. Voetball International. Um, uh, the KNVB ruled that uh, Eredivisie side, FC Emmen, uh, finished, who finished 14th last year, could not have Easy Toys as their main sponsor. They specialise in accessories for the bedside table. Sex lamps. Over to Pete <laughs> Donaldson. Uh, I, I, mean, I agree with Jim. I mean... Bedside table, bedside yeah. drawer. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, not on the. T- I mean, you're talking wireless charger, inhaler, mm-hmm. in my case, and lamp. Mm-hmm. They're the three things on my bedside table. Mm-hmm. Let's not hear about what you got in your drawer. And yeah, I, but-, I, I, but mind you, um, you did uh, notice that I dropped a bit of trash out my pocket earlier, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, crazy cucumber I bought. Not a sex toy, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, what is so that? It's a stress ball that kind of resembles a, a sex toy, to be quite frank. Right. A but cucumber. Was, I saw it in the garage, and I went, "I'm buying that." Mm-hmm. Mm. Good. 
Squeeze me, it says. I'll have I'm that. a crazy cucumber. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm fascinated by the bedside element of these toys because perhaps this is just for very, very confident people. Who like, <laughs> yeah. You know, we're into we're into getting off. So <laughs> the um, I, display I, these things. Is it being I mean, upfront and honest, Jim? Would yeah, you, it is. Would you call that refreshing? I would call it refreshing. And frankly, Marcus, I don't know why we haven't led with this. I think <laughs> you started with. <laughs> With Harrogate Town to squeeze yeah. in some nonsense. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we still with the sex toys? Yeah. I think, but I think any kind of uh, marital aids. Uh, why are we sort of like in the past? Uh, football has I'm sorry, cigarettes, <laughs> booze, yeah. you know, mm. all kinds of and 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 why? This is why, the why, Netherlands why is, as well. I know. <laughs> of all yeah. the countries that Jeez. were so. Oh no, no. We, they should have actual images yeah. of the products in question. Definitely, we will do different anything. ones for different players. We commensurate do... to their size. <laughs> Strapped to players. Strapped why the hell? Not? Not, you know, just go go nuts. It was something like five hundred grand a year. Should measure VAR by it. <laughs> Six inches, the average. Uh, oh. Five hundred grand to... a year they've missed up, missed out on there. Yeah. It's not insignificant for this club. No. And unfortunately for them, they have missed out because no. of a, a perceived kind of, I suppose. Um, I guess lack of decency in the product, mm. and as you say, Pete, other things are advertised. Grow up, you children! Yeah, you prudes, plumbing your European married children. white houses. <laughs> You're calling the Dutch prudes, are you? <laughs> Weirdly, I am. Yes, I know. It's 2020 delivers again. <laughs> it's, it's a Dutch sponsorship for crying out loud, yeah. people. This should be allowed. Um, but yeah, they said the client you can't work with easy toys. No, I, I mean I'm worried that it might be part of the EasyJet company and their bright orange. Oh, oh. 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 No. what's his name? Not Scopolos, that's a place. Stelios. Stelios, there we go. Is he mm. still in charge at EasyJet? I don't know. Ah. Should really find that out, shouldn't we, for next time on the show? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so no easy toys. Or hard toys. <laughs> um, but because um, you are a married man. Mm. Grow up. Yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> on tomorrow's show, <laughs> I'm back with Vish and Andy. Nice. You two chumps aren't there. Yep. All right. I'll What's going to happen? What's going to happen in the game? Are we going to do Luke's game? Or are we going to do another game? Tune in to find out. Mm. It's, it's going to be absolutely enthralling. Whatever <laughs> happens, I can absolutely promise you that. Give him a hard sell, Marcus. Oh, give him an easy toy sell. That's what I say. Right, everybody. <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. Thank you, PTD. Ta-ta. And it's goodbye from me, too. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.